You're listening to Matt Walsh on demand. I wrote an article this week titled, uh, I'm not forcing my morality on you, you're forcing your immorality on me. And um, it starts with the case of the bakery that has been targeted by the courts and the gay lobby because the owner is a devout Christian who, well, I can just stop right there. Targeted because the, the owner is a devout Christian behaving like a devout Christian ought to behave. And in this case, he uh, doesn't want to make a cake for a gay wedding. Now, the case is going to be heard by the Supreme Court. I'm nervous about it. Very nervous. Because if the Supreme Court discovers in the Constitution a right to cake, just as it discovered a right to homosexual marriage and to abortion, if it discovers more specifically that gays have the right to compel Christians to service their weddings, then we're not going to be on a slippery slope. We're going to be in a free fall plunge that ends with the criminalization of Christianity. And I'm not exaggerating. That's what, um, th- that's what, it, that's what it leads to. Uh, and that's inevitable. That's unavoidable. If a Christian business does not have the right to decline as a private business, to decline to enter into a contract with gay customers... And not even with gay customers broadly, because that's not what's going on here. No, nobody is, there's not anybody who's hung a, a sign on their um, door saying, we don't serve gays. That, that's not what's going on. I'm not sure if it's in, in this case particularly, but so many of these cases you hear where um, the gay customer who got turned down for a gay wedding, uh, they'd been served at this place many times in the past. It's just, they were declined this time because they wanted a cake that said, Congratulations on your wedding, Steve and Jake. And so they said, well, I can't be a part of that. But um, if Christian businessmen and women don't have that right, then on what basis does a church have the right to decline to marry them? Now, if, if a gay person's human rights have been violated because they simply had to go 18 and a half feet to the next bakery to find a, a different cake. Then what about if uh, a gay person happens to be Catholic and wants to get married in the Catholic church and they're told you can't get married in this church? If, if it's a human rights violation to be told you can't have a cake for your wedding from this particular bakery then it's got to be a human rights violation for a church to say, you're not allowed to get married in any of our churches the world over. Right? If one is a human rights violation, the other one has to be too. You, you hear a lot of uh, Christians and conservatives who even say, well, why does, why does the marriage issue matter? Just let them do what they want. You know, let them make their individual choices. Well, because if we're saying that gay people have a human right to redefine the very institution of marriage, then we have given them so much power over the culture and over institutions. Um, and that, that, that leads to, to bad places. We'll get to that in a second. But, you know, I, I spend most of the article talking about how the left accuses us of forcing our morality on them forcing our morality because we simply you know 
have, have chosen not to forfeit our morality. And so we force it on them. But as, as, as I, the point I make is that in reality, they're forcing their immorality on us. So leftists can force you to make a cake. They can force you to share the bathroom with the opposite sex. They can force you to fund the abortion industry. They can force you to pay for their birth control. And none of that can be construed as forcing anything on anyone. In fact, you're, force, you're oppressing them if you object to any of it. You're the oppressive one. They can force you to make a cake. That's not oppressive. If you say, no, I, would, I don't want to make that cake, then you're oppressing them. That's how, they, that's how they position this. We live in a world where you forced your beliefs on others by declining to make a cake, but a gay couple hasn't forced anything on anyone by compelling you to make the cake against your will. We live in a world where you forced your beliefs on others by declining to pay for an abortion or a birth control prescription, but a woman hasn't forced anything on anyone when she reaches into your wallet while the state holds your hands behind your back and then proceeds to kill her child. That's not force. So to, to, to put it succinctly, when a leftist complains that you're forcing your morality, he's really just upset that you've resisted his attempts to force his immorality on you. So don't force your morality translated into traditional English means lie down, shut up, and let me stomp you into dust. If you let out a peep of protest while he presses his boot on your neck, he'll cry that you're persecuting him. And then he'll press harder. If, if, you, if you dodge his punches while he swings for your face, He'll whine that you've enslaved him under a theocracy, and then he'll swing even faster. You have the right to be still and take the abuse. That's the right you have. If you want more rights, then you better get a better belief system in our culture. So that's the argument that I make. But as I'm writing it, I'm thinking something else to myself. I'm thinking to myself, I'm tired of playing defense like this. I'm tired of constantly making this argument where I'm saying, no, I'm not forcing myself on you. You're forcing yourself on me. And it's true. I mean, the argument is true, and it's a, uh, a good argument, an important argument, but th- there's a part of me that just wants to say, oh, you think I'm forcing my morality on you? Fine. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm doing. Sure, that's what I want to do. Fine. If you consider this to be forcing, then whatever. I don't care. Look at it that way if you want. Doesn't matter. Forcing. Okay, fine. I mean, if I could force you to be a moral and decent person, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for you. The only reason I'm not in favor of forcing morality and decency is that you can't. It doesn't work. You know what? Maybe we should be forcing ourselves on the culture a little more. Maybe we should be um, employing Um, a little bit of force. Instead of whimpering while leftists take everything by force, take the entire culture, and we hope that our submissive and polite approach will win us brownie points with, I don't know who we're trying to win brownie points with, but that's what we're hoping. But instead instead of doing that, maybe we should be actually fighting back. Instead of merely arguing that we have the right to be opposed to gay marriage personally. We have the right to harbor our pro-family and pro-life views. Instead of just, you know, that's all we say anymore. I have a right to believe this. I have a right to believe it. I can believe it. I can believe what I want. Instead of just doing that, we should be trying to create a culture built around that premise. 
a culture that is, yes, unwelcoming of the opposite view because the opposite view is wicked and depraved. I'm not saying that we... I didn't say we make the opposite view illegal. I didn't say that we try to establish a theocracy. But just that we actually return to fighting to reclaim marriage, to reclaim the family, faith, life. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you, know, you know, 150 years ago, it, wasn't, it wouldn't have been illegal to suggest that it's okay to kill unborn babies. It, would, it was illegal to do it, but it wasn't illegal to say it. Yet, the culture would have been ashamed of it. They would have said, you know what? That view has, has uh, there's no legitimacy to it, and you should be ashamed, and you should be ostracized if you even think it. And that's the correct approach. That's how it should be. Not like, uh, well, I'm not going to impose any views on anyone, and everything is right, Okay. That's not what Christian civilizations have been. Christian civilization, this is right. You will not do that. You're not going to kill your baby. That's what a Christian civilization was. Yeah, that, that's why I re- this. Uh, I've made this point before, but uh, when you look, for instance, at what goes on on college campuses, where they are so. Um, unwelcoming of conservative ideas and you know in the case of public universities that there is a legal problem there because these are publicly funded but so let's even take the public issue aside let's take you know private university because most private universities it's still a problem maybe not a legal issue a private university can be as in my opinion can be as unwelcoming of views as it wants to be legally because it's private but we would still complain, and we do in those cases, that um, often conservative views are, are uh, so ostracized. And then, we, and then we start talking about how you know, we just want an open dialogue and no views at all should be ostracized. That's not the problem with liberalism. Isn't that they ostracize certain viewpoints? It's that they ostracize the wrong viewpoints. It's, it's, they're wrong in how they ostracize, or I should say the right viewpoints. They are wrong in how they ostracize. The problem is not that they're ostracizing. The problem isn't that they're shaming. The problem isn't even that they're shouting down, to be honest with you. The problem is that they're shouting down, ostracizing, and shaming the truth. That's the problem. If, you know, a, a Christian university... Um, a private Christian university should be, yeah, you can, we can debate, we could talk about, but we're not going to give a platform to someone to get up and talk about why it's okay to kill babies. You know, Notre Dame invited Wendy Davis, Georgetown, which is allegedly a Catholic university, had Cecile Richards, the uh, baby butcher, and they invited her. Impressed of, oh, well, you know, we're going to hear her out. We're going to listen no, we're not going to hear her out. A Christian university should not listen to that point of view and take it seriously. We don't take that seriously. That's just evil. It's wicked. Let, let's learn how to defeat it. Let's learn how to argue. I'm going to give you a freaking platform to get up there and spew this nonsense, which is nonsense, and there's no legitimacy to it whatsoever. It's insane, and it should be treated as insane. I can't force anyone to be moral. 
which is why the you're forcing morality on me thing is so stupid. But I would like a culture and a country that establishes and forces a few things. Like you can't kill babies. I want that to be a law, an enforced law. Marriages between a man and a woman. I want that to be a law. And you know what? Men can't go in the women's room. I want that to be encoded in law too. And people who violate it, I want them to go to jail. Force? Yeah, there's some force there. Not forcing my views into your brain. I can't do that, but I would like a country that, if you like, if you like to put it this way, forces some basic standards of human decency and sanity. We've come under the impression that we can't strive for that. We can't fight for that. All we're allowed to do is hold to our personal opinions while the left does what it wants in the culture and with the laws. Okay, you can redefine marriage. You can kill babies, whatever. But just let us personally feel differently. Let us have our feelings and our thoughts, please, we say meekly. And then what happens? We don't even get that. We can't even have that. They say, nope, sorry. And we cry and we say, but why? We're being tolerant of you. Why don't you be tolerant, tolerant of us? We're being so reasonable. Well, maybe we should be less tolerant. Maybe we should get the hint. There's no tolerance. No one's tolerating anybody. From the, from the point of view of a leftist, the way they look at it is uh, we are bigots and we hate gay people and we hate women and we want, we want them all destroyed. And you know what? If that were true, if that were true, then they should treat us exactly as they are. It makes sense to treat us that way, doesn't it? They draw these uh, analogies between us and you know they, they lump us in with Nazis and KKK and yeah, if that then and, and then they proceed to treat us exactly as they should if we actually were in the you see that's what I'm saying they, they, they kind of put their money where their mouth is. If their caricature of us were correct, then they would basically be correct in how they treat us. right? If we were a bunch of slobbering, hateful bigots with nothing positive to add then they would be right to treat us this way. But they're wrong in treating us this way because they're wrong in how they perceive us and how they caricature us. You see, but, but f- for me, when I look at leftism as an ideology, I see an ideology that is actually hateful and violent and destructive and nihilistic and that seeks only to destroy, whether it's the family, whether it's human life, that's what I see, and I'm correct in what I see. And so I should treat it like that. Which isn't to say that we make free speech illegal or you're not allowed to you know, have that point of view. But I just treat it as it is. That's all. Just treat it exactly as it is. Which is hateful, nihilistic, and without redeeming quality. That's what I'm advocating for here. And uh, if that leads to them accusing us even more of forcing ourselves on them, well, they were already accusing us of that, so who cares? I don't care. There's nothing in the Bible that says we have to take a a defensive posture. In fact, um, I think we're called more to be warriors, to be even aggressive in in the way that we fight for truth and, and what is right. And so that's what I think we need to start doing. All right, that's going to do it for me. I'll talk to you guys uh, next time. Our crew chase all this.